Welcome to Jeff in Motion. It is Tuesday morning. Oh. Hey, balmy 21 degrees out. And I'm off to work. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Quit your beeping. <sighs> hmm. So, I, as I stated in... Well, first of all, an apology to... For the last two episodes. One being so short and two being late. Um, two weeks ago, I, I had a burlesque show to be at Friday night. And didn't get back till probably one. And so, I totally forgot. And then... Uh, last week I just regular forgot, with no excuse, so, <laughs> hey, um, <sighs> but anyway, <sighs> I, I promised to talk about, uh, comedy and how's, how it's been going and whatnot, but, uh, I'm gonna do a little bit of housekeeping first, um, uh, first things first. Uh, something that I will be keeping you posted on throughout this week is uh, those of you who have listened to a lot of this show um, know that uh, we have a cat in our house named Rosie who has been having anxiety trouble for over a year now. And she uh, obsessively grooms herself and she's constantly... uh, opening, like, she grooms herself to the point of opening sores on her body, and it's real gross and awful, and, uh, we've been doing our best to help her out and get her, get her, get her over this, but, um, I came to a decision last night, uh, one that is long overdue, but I just didn't want to admit it to myself, that, uh, uh, we don't have the resources to help her out, um, so today... I'm going to be making some phone calls and trying to find a no-kill shelter that can take her in, rehabilitate her, and get her get her out to a family that family that wants just the best cat. She's so loving, and I'll miss her a lot. But I know that the best thing for her now is to get her get her somewhere where she can get more help than we can give her. Um, I, I can sleep, I can sleep sound knowing that I truly did my best. I, I tried as hard as I could and I just, I didn't have enough. So, um, I'll keep you guys posted on that. Um, and it won't be the end of her story, but it'll be the end of her chapter with our family. Unfortunately. But, then we'll be down to two cats, and that's less cat food and less litter boxes, so that's nice. 
and uh, one of our, one of the other two cats is, like, exceedingly elderly, so in probably before 2016, uh, we will be down to a single cat, and a single dog, and a single ferret, and a single snake, and probably an aquarium full of fish, because we've decided that that is what we're gonna, we're going to breach the first pet, uh, barrier this year with Morgan, my daughter, and, uh, it's gonna be fish. If we can teach her to not kill fish, we can move on to something else. Ah, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Man. It's a heavy decision. Uh, cause I am, I am as much a cat lady as the next as the next, uh, person out there. God damn. It's with a heavy heart I make that decision. <laughs> Ugh. Man. Anyway. Um. I would be, uh, remiss? No, I don't know if that's the right word. It, I, I have to, I feel compelled. There we are. I feel compelled to make mention of last weekend's Mun Mom. Um, Mun Mom is the open mic that uh, I, Bill Russell of Popular Outcast Podcast, and Asim Kunkel of uh, formerly the Girls and Girls Podcast, currently the Ansex Podcast, and currently uh, my partner and mother of my daughter, uh, we organize and ooh, that was weird. Organize. We organize and run the uh, Moon Mom open mic in Sunbury and so many of you already knew that but I don't know I, I somehow I've convinced myself that it is possible that someone is starting this podcast on this episode <laughs> oh, yeah. anyway but it was a contender for the most people we've ever had at the open mic. It it was astounding. It it truly was. It, we had over seventy people in that room. We had twenty four performers, uh, four of which we had to turn away, which was something new for us uh, because we've decided that the show uh, performs like the show ends at eleven. That is. Uh, 20 performers or 11 p.m., whichever comes first. Uh, and the last five slots only go if we hit 20 before 11 p.m. And it's, uh, it, it sucked a lot to turn people away. And they're people like, they, they're veterans. They wasn't new people we turned away. They're people that I would genuinely have really wanted to see perform um but when we set a rule we set a rule it's it's over when it's over uh unfortunately so but ending ending it cutting it off at 20 meant there was plenty of people in that building to just mil like socialize with afterwards and it was just Everything I wanted it to be. It was so great. Oh, pardon me for yawning while speaking. 
and uh, there were so many new faces there, and a bunch of high kids brought tacos in. I I didn't get to talk to any of them, but that was ridiculous, and uh, it's it, it was pretty insane. We had I had a handful of people like come up and get all businessy with me, like you know you should be charging money for this and stuff like that, and that's never. It was never our intention to turn a profit with my mom. I don't know. It, it's always been just for fun. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I can, I can see putting out like a donation uh, cup or something if, if people felt compelled. But I never want to charge admission. Especially not for an open mic. Especially not for an open mic. I could see maybe doing a comedy showcase that we would charge a small cover for, um, but not an open mic, no way, that's never happening, but, uh, we, I had a, uh, someone who was running to get elected to city council come up to me and be all political and like, this is a great thing you're doing here, I'd love to get, you know, um, and someone who was looking to, who, what, how did he describe it, he was scouting talent, for another show he was uh, intending to create uh, in a different town. Uh, actually, the town I live in, Seelands Grove. Um, I was like, oh, interesting. Uh, so, like, that was, like, we had, we, we were attracting, because this was for the first time I was noticing that I was seeing people that were in that room that were... Because we usually got one of two people in that room. Um, three. Three. Performers, friends of performers, and the rare just fan of the show. That... That's what we had. Um, and I, I'd like to think that most of the just fans of the show by this point are also considered friends of the performers. But this was a new thing. This was a fourth kind of person who was going to the show with a purpose of... Excuse me again. With the purpose of, like, networking with the people at the show. And that is exciting. Um... I don't think there there's some potential for exciting things to happen with the two people I talked to, but uh, it what is more exciting is that we are being seen as a scene that you go and network with. We're being seen as a a, a source of talent, a source of community. Um, that it, it just it means that there's some weight to what we're doing that not necessarily that we should start to throw around or anything but it, it's just that's a good sign that's a good sign that there's some like real what we're doing is real and like I've known that for for ages now but like it seems that other people are seeing it uh, people that aren't just performers or friends of performers are the rare fan of the show uh, so, 
that's truly exciting to me. That's really interesting. It's really, really interesting. Uh, well, I'm at, I'm at work already, but uh, I'm thinking tomorrow uh, I will record about. Oh, pardon me. Uh, I got distracted by a car in the parking lot. Sorry. Uh, tomorrow I'll probably start talking about uh, how doing stand-up has been going, but these are just a few things I felt compelled to tell you folks, peeps. Folk, folk peeps. Uh, uh, Alright, and I am back. Um coming to you from a vastly different time slot than normal. It is 9.30 p.m. on a Wednesday, um, and I am leaving my house to go to an open mic. Um, it's about 15 minutes away. Uh, it is, I believe, primarily designated as a music open mic. But uh, they they didn't uh, they didn't put any anything in, in anything they didn't create any rules that said that we someone couldn't do spoken word uh, and therefore comedy so um, we've kind of overtaken it it's 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 unfortunate because it it seems as though the the guy who runs it who's real nice and real supportive definitely wants it to be more of a music open mic but uh, when they get flooded with like seven to ten uh, comedy performers. It's just, it's tough. <laughs> it's it, it becomes kind of a comedy open mic, but uh, it's at a bar, um, and there are no time limits to the sets. Uh, it's it's run rather loosey goosey. Um, it's. Uh, the longer it's running, the more aware the, the crowd is that an open mic was going to be happening. Um, but still, there, there's often a significant uh, amount of people uh, who, who are, who are uh, less uh, patrons of the open mic and more uh, victims. Uh, they, they, they have to experience it. Uh, against their will. So that that is the that's the journey I'm about to embark in, and it's it's the same open mic I've been going to for pretty much the entirety of me deciding I want to start doing comedy. Um, one thing that it really sucks about this is I, I lose tonight. I lose my my night with Aislinn, my night with my partner, uh, because we can't, we, we, we don't feel comfortable asking my parents to watch my daughter every fucking night of the week, because there, there is an open mic almost every night of the week, uh, anytime I go out to an open mic, I'm pretty much on my own, and, uh, I started this with Aislinn and my mom, and it, it feels weird to go out without her, uh, and it kind of sucks to, to give up a night, 
with my family, or not so, not so much my family. I do get to see my daughter and everything, but you know, with my partner, <laughs> uh, we don't see a ton of each other during the day because you know I work and it's a it's a it's a sacrifice and. One I'm not a huge fan of making. But I I, I, I can feel I can justify um, at least one night a week. Because uh, this is something I'm passionate about right now. Uh, yeah. And... I, uh... <laughs> Uh, it all kind of started with, well, I mean, obviously it all started with my mom and hosting it and just being part of this growing uh, comedy scene in our area and kind of, kind of nurturing and, and helping it grow and watching friends and making friends with growing, uh, comics, and it wasn't until I was listening to, I believe I've said this on this podcast before, so I won't go too, too deep into it, listening to Dave Ross on the WTF podcast, and him talking about himself not thinking he could do comedy, and it was after he hosted a show for three years that he, he came to realize that he could, and I was like, oh shit, I've been hosting with mom for about almost two like, maybe I could do this. Maybe, maybe I have the skill set to do this. Um, and I mean, God, there isn't, there, there's, there are very, very few feelings that match, uh, performing, um, in general. And, uh, I, I did a lot of it in high school, uh, between, uh, marching band and honors choir and whatnot and plays and musicals like I did a lot of performing in high school and uh, there's nothing there, uh, there's not nothing but like it's a buzz that's that's not quite like anything else and I found that that this that comedy is just even more concentrated because it's it's all on you. I nothing else I've done has been just me. It's always I've always been part of an ensemble. And like this is just me and it is a motherfucking drug. It is so intoxicating and rewarding uh when it goes well. And like one of the worst things ever when it doesn't go right. But it, it's worth chasing. That buzz is worth chasing. And I mean... As long as it doesn't become self-destructive. As long as I am still prioritizing uh, my family and uh, my my well-being. I, I don't think it's... I think it's a good thing. I think it's... I think it's great. Um... And, yeah, so that's, that's what I'm off to do, and, uh, I, I think, uh, that on the way home I'll record a little also, um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the way home, I'll record a little bit um, about how the open mic went, and then in the next following, in the following days, I'll I'll just talk a little bit more about my feelings on doing comedy and trying to be a comic, and uh, some anxieties I have about it, and some things that. I love about it. So some some specific things I love about it. So yeah, uh, I will uh, I will record again on my way home from the open mic, and uh, we'll see we'll see how it how it goes. It's going to be several hours from now uh, that I record again, but it'll be in a, just a few seconds uh, for you. So uh, yeah. All right, and I am out of the open mic. Um, God, this is a quarter after one in the fucking morning. I went up at about uh, five of one, so that's another thing about doing open mics is if you don't like to be out late, kind of fuck you. It, you don't have an option. You're out late. Or else. Uh, it sucks. Um, <sighs> I did, did a six-minute set. Um, I thought it was going to go way longer. I could have done another joke or two, but oh well. Uh, better short and succinct than uh, drone on for a million years. Um, yeah, uh, feeling pretty good. It's always nice to see the people. Out at the open mics, uh, I really, I really like the people I've met out at the open mics. A lot of them are really cool people, um, and I dig it. It's it's nice. They're nice peeps. Um, but I, I'm I'm real fucking tired. So I, I promised I would check in after the the open mic. Uh, so I, I've done so. Um, I had I had one person tell me it's the best set they've ever seen me do, um, which I didn't feel that way. But I'm gonna listen to it now, uh, right now, after I uh, hang up with you guys, and uh, that that's interesting because I, I felt it didn't go awful, but yeah. So I'm gonna listen to it, uh, sleep on it, and I'll talk to you guys in the morning. Um, again, for you, it'll be. Uh, mere seconds, but, yeah, uh, so, uh, uh, yeah. Good morning, it is, uh, Thursday morning, and I am heading out to work, it started to snow, it promises, uh, Two to five inches, so that's always great, you know. Leaving for work, knowing that that's what you're gonna have to drive home in. Always a delight, a delight. Um, so I uh, hope that burning smell is from me having loaded fire into my stove and uh, loading loaded fire. No, I loaded wood into my stove. Fire was already in there. Anyway, uh, promise to 
touch base with you all again and um, talk about comedy a little more. Uh, so I, I, I think I've decided I'm going to split the next two mornings up uh, by talking about what I, some of the anxieties I have about comedy, uh, and then what I love, and, uh, depending on hell, I might even finish that today, we'll just see, we'll see, uh, but those are the two things I want to cover yet. Um, and I'm going to talk about anxieties now so we can end on an up note. I... Long-time listeners to this show are well aware that I'm an anxious person. Uh, I just am. It's a, it's something I've accepted about myself. That anxiety is a real force in my life, and um, that it's something I, I need to not deny. I need to. Recognize that I get and I have anxiety, um, and not to the point where I, I can't say I've ever had an anxiety attack. Uh, I can, I've never had like a physical uh, breakdown due to my anxiety, um, but who knows? Maybe that's that's yet to come. I don't know. But some of the uh, triggers I have uh, with with comedy in particular is the fact that essentially everyone I know everyone that I came up with in the in the mom scene started two years ago uh, so while I have a ton of performances under my belt as a host and uh, I'm very comfortable with a microphone and being in front of people. Like, my, the skills that are writing comedy is just not... It's, it's two years behind most of the people I know. Which is, which is unfortunate. It's... And it's... Discouraging. Uh, I, just yesterday, uh, in the afternoon before the open mic, I, I had a little, uh, the anxiety got to me, and I started asking myself, do, do I belong doing this? Should I just go back to being a host, uh, to being just a host? Uh, can I, can I do this? Or am I just trying to be like one of the cool kids um and are they just humoring me because they are friendly with me um I, I went down that that route that I am the worst of all of us that and I don't know if I deserve to do this or not so, or am capable of doing this and uh through <laughs> several different one-on-one uh, -on -one conversations with people. Uh, they, they brought me out of it. Uh, I've got good friends. <laughs> they, and they, they seem to recognize the kind of 
spirals I go into. Um, and I, I can go to them with that kind of thing. And it also helped that both of them were comics, so like, I can confide, there are plenty of people I have in my life that I confide in, I can confide in, uh, my partner being the number one, but when this was very specific to, do I belong with you guys, was the question, um, to which the answer is, if I, like, if I care, yes. If I'm, if I am just being a poser, just being it, doing it to be one of the cool kids, then no. But I know that answer. <laughs> and it is, I care. I, I think there's an art to it. I think it's, it's a wonderful thing. I think it, it's, it's awesome. Man, the, the snow is drifting on the road in a really cool way. I got distracted by it for a second there. It's kind of like, you know, when, when snow kind of looks like, like smoke. Yeah. It's doing cool stuff right now. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the driving in this later. Fuck. But, um, yeah. It's... <laughs> Like everything, essentially everything I do, I'm constantly wondering if I'm good enough at it, and uh, constantly comparing myself to people around me, and uh, the, the what they say about you being your own worst critic is very true. Um, you are not a great judge of your own work, um, and that's one of the that's one of the most vital skills that anyone, anyone who is in a creative field needs to develop is the ability to have a realistic eye for your own work. Um, it's not something I can say I have uh, in design, web design, or uh, comedy yet. Um, it takes a long time to know uh, if what you're doing is good or bad. Uh, in a way that means something and not just ha you having a stupid anxiety spiral. Uh, I, <laughs> uh, at least with uh, comedy, you have the direct, uh, you get direct feedback on all of your work every time you uh, exhibit it, every time you show it to the people uh, by speaking it at them. Uh, you get an immediate response, so there's it's a little less guesswork with comedy. But sometimes, sometimes the crowd's wrong. Uh, sometimes the bit you're doing does have legs. It is worth pursuing, and not that they're wrong in that they didn't find it funny. But if you were to ask an audience member if you should keep doing the bit, they might say no, depending on how the the whole room reacted. You need to know when when to hold them, when to fold them, so to speak. God damn it. Blech. I'm a big old dummy. Anyway. 
so uh, those are some of the anxieties just just some of the anxieties I have just like ah uh, I'm not I just am I'm not holding a candle to these other performers and um, and if I'm attempting to be realistic I I'm just two years behind. It's where it is. Uh, had I been where I am right now two years ago, I think I would be comparable to some of the, my friends that I really look up to as far as comedy goes. So I need to remember that. I need to remember they've got two years on me. And that is significant. I need to remember that a lot of them feel the same way I do still uh, even even if I would not agree so I, I just have to recognize that and remember that and hold on to that <sighs> well Um, I'm nearly to work, uh, so I, I'm going to cut it off here, and then uh, tomorrow morning I will talk to you about just some of the things that... I, I talked about kind of what I loved. You know what? Fuck it. I, I've got like a minute or two. It, it's not... It's I've just really got one or two things in mind. Um, I, I love... I talked about my love of performing and how good it feels to perform. Um... But one thing, one thing that I didn't necessarily uh, foresee, because I, I knew that performing rocked. Uh, I knew that before we even started the uh, my mom some uh, two years ago. I knew that performing was one of the best feelings in the world. But uh, one thing, oh, pardon me, I am going to cough. Let me see. I'm just going to pause this for a sec. There we go, sorry. Oof, I need a drink of water or something. <clears throat> One of the uh, awesome things that going out to the open mics has has done um, that I, I didn't expect or foresee was I've met a lot of new local performers. Uh... If you listen to Popular Outcasts, uh, there was Billy Kelly, um, really awesome, really fucking awesome dude, and, uh, he has since, uh, brought some people, uh, some friends of his, uh, uh, just all of them, just awesome, awesome people, uh, there's, uh, Jess, she's starting another open mic, another comedy strictly open mic in Lewisburg. That's exciting. That's always fucking exciting uh, to not have to be competing and basically not be invading uh, some poor dude's music open mic. Um, so that that's exciting. I'm really stoked uh, for that to start next week. And just so many people and. I've got to say, all the people that I, all the new people I've met, um, 
in these last like two months going out to open mics like there's there's no way I would I wouldn't consider them friends like they're just they're nice awesome people and super like super supportive uh and it's we we cultivated a pretty fucking great community around him and mom but what i'm what i'm witnessing is as i go out that The, the the comics that kind of got started at Moon Mom and are going out into the world and doing other open mics seem to be cultivating a very similar, super supportive, um, awesome culture. Uh, uh, to, to so far, I haven't w- witnessed anybody be like shitty or backstabby or, like, diss people uh, behind their backs. None of that. Everyone is super constructive and uh, supportive, and I I dig that. God damn, do I dig that. It's so, it's so cool to have this community. Um, Yeah, so, comedy, uh, it's, it's great. Uh... My biggest challenge, uh, two, my two big challenges are, um, how to prioritize it with everything else in my life, because I have a lot of important things in my life, uh, my family being my absolute top priority, uh, and they are who I lose time with if I pursue this. So, like, that's, that's, that is the hands-down hardest part of all this, um, no questions. No, no, yeah, just... That is going to be the hardest part. Um, and then the other part is just remembering that I'm two years behind my friends. And to not really... Not get terribly, terribly discouraged about that. And... Yeah. And I'm sure this is not the last you'll hear of this. Uh, there's, there's no way it isn't. Um, but thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, uh, I might, I might tack a little bit yet on tomorrow. Uh, I'm not, I'm not positive, but, uh, if not, have a good weekend. Uh, yeah. Alrighty, uh, this, this will be my little wrap up, uh, Oh, recording. I just dropped Morgan off at school. Uh, It's the first time she'll be going to school alone for, God, in months now. It's exciting. Uh, She's at her new school. I I talked to her uh, occupational therapist. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. But, uh, yeah, I guess I wanted to just kind of sum up comedy and whatnot. Uh, I like it a lot. Uh, I don't know if I'll ever be able to claim it as my profession, 
but it, it's a it's a passion I have, and it's a creative outlet, and it's a it it fills the desire I have to perform, um, which is a rel it's a pretty significant uh, drive of mine. Uh, it's really great, and I've met God I. Just looking back at the people that we started my mom with, I've made like very close friends and strengthened friendships that existed before. And since I started going out to these open mics, um, I've made new friends, and it's just it's just a blast. And yeah, I have anxiety and freakouts over do I deserve to do this or can I do this. Um, but I have that with absolutely everything I do. So I, I don't think that's unique to comedy. Um, it might be unique to uh, the type of people that... Per, or one of the types of people that pursue comedy. Because I, I know several other people that have those breakdowns uh, pretty frequently. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Uh, the, the only complaint I have is how late in the fucking day it goes... Uh, I wish I didn't have to be out till one thirty. I just it it wrecks me. Like I, I need I don't get a ton of sleep as is, but uh, get two or three hours just doesn't cut it for me. Um, <laughs> I wish God if you can figure out a way for me to get by on two or three hours of sleep and not feel like a strung out monster, uh, that would be great. But until then, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm on my own. And um, so yeah, like it. And I guess how to how to put a nice bow on this. Comedy is not something I thought I could do, but um, it took me two two years about to realize that I kind of had been doing it, uh, hosting my mom. And that I, you know, I was capable. And it's just, it's, I find myself saying this semi-frequently. If, you, if there's something that you've got a passion for and you, you can't figure out how to do it, just do it. Just start. Uh, comedy, we, we started an open mic so we could do it and then uh, later found other open mics in our area to do it. Uh, particularly comedy, go to a music open mic. They'll usually let you talk for five, ten minutes. Um, and just, you know, it, it's gonna suck sometimes. In fact, it's probably gonna suck a lot of the time. But, uh, there are times where you will, you'll get the room on your side, and it'll be a, a fucking blast. Um... But and you'll you'll get shitheads, but you'll also get people that are like will come up to you and compliment you to complete fucking strangers, and it's great, it, it's amazing. But yeah, just fucking do it. Uh, podcasting, uh, comedy, uh, playing an instrument, um, acting—just the only way you can be a, a musician, an actor, a comic, a poet is to just start doing it. Then you are one. Um, and the way you become a good one is to just do it over and over and over and over again. Uh, it's, it's not 
Like, it, a lot of that stuff feels like there's some secret you gotta figure out to, uh, to get in to the club. And, uh, that's not the case. You just gotta, gotta do it. <sighs> yeah. Well, this was a successful week of recording. I actually managed to record and, you know, woohoo! So, go me. Um, now I just gotta, I gotta figure out what I wanna, what I wanna talk about next week. Uh, hopefully something that will generate another 45 minutes, wow, of content. So, uh, yeah, have, have a good weekend, everybody, and, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks a lot. Um, bye.